In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom, and I'm glad to be with you today. Hello, uh, my name is Alex. I, I wanted to talk to you about uh, one time that I was in coma. Uh, I was in coma 10 years ago, and um, the doctor came in and said, Alex, you have 40 hours to live. I ask you to just uh, call your family members and uh, call the priest, the pastor, and uh, I want you to prepare. You had a pulmonary embolism that's uh, deadly. And on top of that, you have a stroke, so you have a less likely possibility. So, But, you know, if you make the 40 hours, you will live. Uh, when I was 20 years old, I was like kind of, you know, fresh, fresh from the from the event, kind of. I just received the Lord and the Holy Spirit. And um, my my parents, they were really uh, well, wealthy, but I never really... Uh, uh, you know, I never have, I never have love, so I never, and I have all material things, but love was one of them. So, so I said to the Lord, Lord, if you really God, you, I want you to change me today. I don't feel anything when I hold, when I hold somebody, when I hug somebody, I feel nothing. So if you are the king of kings and the, and real, the, the love and the universe, you know, the more big God of the universe, I want you to please change me today. And he did. He did. He came and he filled my heart entirely with all his love. He, he took everything outside of my body. I saw my whole entire life in seconds going out. He was suicidal. And after that, I was, I got depressed and I was suicidal. And I tried to end my life. And I had a, a plan. I actually bought some poison, mixed it with milk, the analogy too. And I had uh, all, all prepared. And that night, somebody knocked at my door. And I said, who is interrupting me? It was a friend of mine. And she didn't leave the house until my mom came out. So she kind of messed up my plan. So it, that night, I went to bed. And I decided I will do it next day. And I, I'm tired of this. And that night, I had a visitation. A woman appeared to me, so gorgeous, so beautiful. Unbelievable presence of the Lord went through her, her, her my, oh, to my, burn my skin, it burned my, my entire skin, it burned me. The presence of the Lord was so strong that burned me out. And that's not all. She transported me 500 miles from my house. I know, I used to be an atheist, so if you don't believe it, you know, I get you. I get you, buddy, because I was there before. So don't worry about it. So, you know, ask the Lord to give you faith, and that, that will be it. If you have faith, don't worry about it. You know, you have faith, you can believe all things can, can happen for good. So I was transported 500 miles to La Vega. La Vega is a city in the Dominican Republic, in the middle of the mountain, it was a church there that she appeared 500 years before when Columbus was fighting with the Indians and she appeared in the middle of it and she said, this is over. 
and that was it. It was no war. The Indians surrendered and, and gave up. Uh, so 500 years later, I, uh, she took me to that place, and when, she, when I went to that place, I can see in the spirit. I saw a cross, small cross, inside probably like six feet. It was a guy there, a priest, actually a priest. And uh, he was, he has, a, you know, he shaved his head in the top like a circular, circular uh, uh, part of the chest. Um, he has in the chest uh, a rosary. He was praying. And I saw a hole in top of his head. And, and, and the heaven was right there. I saw angels. They look like Cupid, but made of light. It's hard, hard, it's hard to describe because we don't have this here in this earth. So the angels, I saw the angels pick up the prayer of this guy. And they went to heaven, and another one came down and went to heaven. It was like open heaven right there. And and she said to me, you know, I bring you a message from God. I was like, uh, I look at her like, um, Mary, I mean, I know that you're married, but I, are you sure you have the right person? I think you, you know, maybe probably you mistake me with somebody else because I am not worth it not even to see you with my eyes. I am not worth it even to look up my Lord. And she just disregarded everything I said and and. She's look at with this love and open her arms and said, I bring you a message from the Lord with all this love, the love of God. And she said to me, your hands will be light in the dark. And she disappeared. And she burned my skin. She brought me back home. And I have this burn skin like from the sun, when you were in the sun for a couple of hours. I felt that burned skin for a month, almost a month. So I called my church and I asked him, like, you know, what's going on? Is this place really existed? So I went over there, right? I took a bus and went over there. And when I went, I went there, everything, it was just like she said it was. Like, she showed it to me. It was everything the same. Like, I was, I've been here, but I'm, I'm not in physical body. I mean, I don't know if I was in my physical body. I, I don't know if I was in, 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 in the spirit or out of the spirit or was sleeping or not. I, I don't know how, but it burned my skin. The transportation there per my skin, so I went there and I saw this, and I I saw this brochure. I saw the priest there, the guy that was, oh, that's the guy, that's the guy that was praying with the angels. So I was so excited. I went to the nun. Hey, can you see this guy? I wanted to uh, talk to him. Can you uh, tell me where he is? And she laughed so hard, and I was like, okay, you, you, listen, you know, this is not a joke. This is serious. I wanted to know where this guy is. Can you? Can I meet him? And she said, "Look at your feet." And I was like, "Okay, can you stop joking? Just look at your feet." And I looked at my feet, and well, his tomb was—I I was right on top of him. He was buried in the middle of the church, and I was on top of his name. And I said, "But he—he's not dead because I saw him. I saw him last night. I saw him." And she, she laughed and she said, well, you, you got here 500 years later. <laughs> I was like, okay, so he kind of lay for late 500 years late <laughs> to, meet, to meet with his priest. So she said, you know about him? And I said, no. Can you tell me about him? She said, yeah. When he was alive, he used to pray for the dead. He had over 500 people come back from the dead when this guy prayed for them. And I was like, wow, no wonder. She's a saint. Wow. Well, you know, I guess that I talk to him when I get to heaven, right? <laughs> so, so I I I went home and 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 I made a a picture of Mary, how I saw her. She was beautiful, and and the presence of the Lord just 
came out of her. You feel the presence of the glory of God through her. You know, I saw her presence, but I, I felt the glory of God through her. And, and I saw the, the rays that come out of her burn my skin. And the love of God, I felt that I was loved. Thank you, Lord, because you saved me. I will never attempt to commit suicide because I know that God loved me. He proved it to me. He showed it to me. I felt the presence of the Lord. And I ask anybody that tried to commit suicide today, anybody that tried to end your life, I ask you in the name of Jesus, I ask you to ask the Lord Almighty in the name of Jesus to send help for you, to help you with, with your pain. I know there's a lot of people in pain and suffering. I want you to, right now that you go and said in the name of Jesus, Lord, in the name of Jesus, send your angels to rescue me. Send your angels to save my, my soul. Send your angels to save my kids, my family, my husband, my wife, my, my friend. To all these people that are lost, I present to you, Lord, all the drug addicts, everybody that is lost in sin and in pain, Lord. Everybody that is in, in all the hospitals, Lord, I ask you, Lord. To please, I I only ask you, you know, to give me a legion of angels today. Just a little, just a legion, a legion, you know. A legion is only four thousand, so you have millions of thousands of angels. So a legion is just fine. Can you send this legion in? In everybody that listen to the, this forecast, you got your presence. Go to them right now, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you transcend time and and space. Go there, Lord, and touch them, Lord. If it's anybody, Lord, they need they need the help because they they feel that they want to end their life. I want you to send an angel, Lord. Send an angel to rescue them. If nobody's in pain, Lord, send an angel, Lord, to heal them. In the name of Jesus, Lord. I I know this somebody that is uh, is listening to me and, and you are in the bed in the hospital and I feel that you have some problems in the back in the back it's in the right side in the back but the Lord is going to send an angel to heal you he healed the sick and resurrected dead and let me tell you the 2,000 years that, that Jesus died he's still here he's still healing he's still saving souls so if you are in pain if you if you need a salvation if you need savior there is a savior that died for you on the cross and his name is jesus so come and call him jesus if you exist if you're real can you please jesus can you manifest to me jesus Will you manifest to alex jesus i know that you love me i know that you love me as much as you love him alex you know Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I want you. I want to ask you, Lord, to send your love to them, Lord, to the presence of your love, because I know the presence of, of your love, Lord. The presence the, is so thick that you can cut it with a knife. That presence of the of the glory of the Lord, the holiness of God. You feel that He's so holy. He's so good. There is nothing. It's nothing wrong with Him. That everything that is happening in this world, it has nothing to do with God. We did this. We human being did this. Of course, the devil, you know, help. He pushes. He pushes you. When he want to kill yourself, he he pushes you. He talk to you here. But you know what? I want you to repent in the name of Jesus. Any bad thought that you have to end your life, any bad thought, even if you sick. And you think that, oh, you're, you know, this is over, life is over for me. There is a God that you can call him in the name of Jesus. And ask him, 
God, get me out of my bed. Heal me, Lord. And I will help your kingdom, Lord. I will go out and help those in need. And I will, I will go out and help those drug addicts. I go out and help with those people that have not, no bread in, in their houses. Oh, Lord, I will do something for your kingdom. We need help. I'm calling everybody this. Listen, we have to help this world. We put this world in the world that it is. But with Jesus, we can change this world. We can change it. We don't have to wait to, to go to heaven. Heaven is here. If you ask Jesus to bring heaven to you, what does it say? Father, right? When we, when we said, Father, can you ask? We pray every day, our Father. And our Father said, that if you pray, he will bring, bring the kingdom to us, right? So ask the Father to bring the kingdom of heaven to you, the presence of the Holy One to you. And the moment that the presence of God fills you, forget it. You know, the pain goes out of the window. It's just no pain. It's just nothing. When I went to heaven, let me tell you, I was in coma for nine months. And I tell you, I went to heaven and I, ha I saw Jesus twice after that. After, you know, outside of heaven, he, he came to my house twice. And I was awake. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't, you know, uh, uh, in dreaming either. So in the hospital, I'm going to tell you about heaven. When you walk in heaven, all the disease, you don't feel pain. You don't feel nothing that was wrong, nothing bad that was wrong in our lives. It just disappeared. It just, poof, disappeared. It just go. You just feel this joy that you can explain. No, even there is no drugs. The, the devil is a copycat. There is no drug that can get you all joyful, and, and that's a lie. That's a lie of the devil. God is God, and He can give you a joy, free, free. You don't have to buy it. It is free for you. You, if you ask the Lord Almighty in the name of Jesus to send you that love, He will give it to you. He changed me and gave me love. And I felt his love. I feel his love every day. And now I can hug somebody and feel that I'm loved. I feel that love of that person. And let me tell you, after that, the, 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 the Lord gave me this, these words that said that your hands will be light in the dark, right? So I, uh, I encountered 17 women that could have no children at all, no children. It's impossible. Some of them just run out of the money because they couldn't even, even pay for more uh, tests and more doctors. But, you know, when, when the world ends, they cannot do anything for you. But God in heaven, they create all things that, it, that love you, like you are the last person in the world, that God can heal you and restore you. And I saw that. I saw these 17 kids. One of them, I was, I was walking, and one of them grabbed my, my leg, and they said, who is this? And the woman said, oh, you remember you prayed for me? That's one of the child. I said, wow, the, God gave you the child. So God is so wonderful. We have to, we have to ask him. Just ask him. I mean, I, you know, I have no, nothing special. I'm telling you, I'm one of the, I've been a, one of the worst sinners. But the grace of God, the grace. God's grace is so greater than my sin. God's grace is more greater than anything that I have done. God's grace is so, is so bigger. And he can give whatever grace he wants to whatever he wanted. He's God. So if you want God's grace, just ask God. Ask, can you give me some grace? Can you give me some grace? 
I mean, the grace of God. He walked in and the disease walked out. That's it. It's, on, it's over. Jesus walked in. The disease just go out and run. The devil run in the moment that Jesus' presence is there. So in the name of Jesus, I want you to claim the blood of Christ on you and your family and your body and your son and your daughters. I want you to claim the blood of Jesus, the blood that was the payment for our sin, the payment of the whole world's sin. He paid on that cross. And not only that, he is the owner of the death. The dead, he took the keys of death and hell. So whoever wants Jesus to bring it back to, 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 to life, he can bring it back. So uh, he gave me, they gave me 40 hours to live recently. 10 years ago, they gave me 40 hours to live. And uh, I asked Jesus, Jesus, if, you, if you're going to take me, I, you know, I just wanted to know. You know, to, to, you know, I'm ready. I just wanted to, you know, to know, you know, and to, you know, leave some things ready, right? So in that moment that I did the prayer, I went, I went to a, 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 a like, especially of, it's hard to explain. Uh, please have me patient. It was like a ring. It looked like an elevator. And I was in this elevator. I was going really high speed all the way up, all the way up. And I was a long time in that elevator. And the ring's going, going down. And I was all, like, got speed. When I end there, it was a beautiful blue sky. But not, not this sky. It looks blue. But not it's this blue. It's a different blue. The blue that I saw, we don't have it on Earth, so it's kind of hard to explain what kind of blue. But it looks like uh, it's alive. It's a blue sky. It's alive. And that alive blue, it, it looks like it's talking to you. It looks like it, it, it's giving you love. It's, it's hard to explain. And, and, and I saw statues of gold in, in this glass floor, like the Bible described. I know that the Bible talks about heaven and and said that about this uh, glass. So I saw this glass and I was walking on it. And I was, I was so, I saw somebody waiting for me. I saw a man there. I was like, somebody waiting for me here? I was like, really? And when I looked, I was a stone. Oh my God. Do you know who he was? He has the hands open. And I saw these cars and the hands. It looks like it was kind of painful. And, uh, and I look at his face and I got on my knees and I said, Oh, my Lord, my God, my Savior. Oh, Jesus, it got to be you, Jesus. And he was so happy to see me. Like, yeah, I was the, the last person on the whole entire earth. He looked at me like, oh, my God, I'm so happy that I'm going to make a party for you. He, he looked at me like that. And, and he looked at me like I was the only child and with so much love. And I said, not even my mother, you know, loved me like that. Like, he looked at me like with so much love and and he welcomed me with a hands up to heaven. And I told him, Jesus, oh, Jesus, my Lord, my Savior. I can't believe it. I look at you. I see you. I made it. I made it to heaven. Yeah. Well, I think that I, you know, I did it yeah, kind of too, uh, too fast. I went too fast, I think. You know, so I, I, I wanted to stay in heaven. And uh, I saw those statues. And I, I, I can't tell you what happened with the, in heaven with, because I spent kind of in, in the time of, of of uh, our time, you know, because there's not time in heaven. So I spent like two hours chasing him and, and uh, laughing with him. And, and I, you know, I cannot go to details because it, we have airtime, enough airtime. But I'm telling you, you know, when you go there, I knew that I was born in heaven. I knew that 
that, that I belonged there. I knew that I knew that it was my home. In the moment that I put my feet on it, I said, "Yeah, I was born here. Oh, this has happened. Yeah, this is my home." It's, it's like I, I I just knew. And and when I look at Jesus, I couldn't believe that I was I was gonna see Jesus before you know I even die. Like I I didn't even cross my mind that I was gonna see him. You know I I thought that you know I heard I heard that he appeared to some people, but you know I I think you know I thought oh you know you know Jesus appeared to saints you know to holy people you know if to me well yeah, what in the world is you know Jesus. You know, I'm, I'm the worstless person in the world. I mean, why in the world a, a, a heaven that created our heaven and earth wanted to one with me? Insignificant. I'm a little rock out on the, out on the, out on the, out on the corner, you know, like those that you find in the river that's there, you know, laying down over there. You know, maybe, the, maybe not that the rock, not that rock that, you know, the David pick up and, and he killed the giant. But, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't think I was that rock, but I felt like I was that rock, kind of rock, you know, laying down over there, you know, you know, insecure, you know, uh, you know. And so why in the world a, a God, a God that created everything is going to reveal himself to me and just show up? He, he after that so you know i people i thought that you know people may may think that i was uh, hallucinating or maybe the drugs or whatever right but I, when i came home i was sitting in my bed right i i, I, was, I, I was i was so sick of netflix i was so sick of watching movies and stuff and i just sit down in my bed i couldn't even lay down because when you have a blood clots and and pulmonary embolism you can you cannot lay down in your bed you have to sit down right so I was sitting with my two pillows and I couldn't sleep. Uh, um, I had some problems with sleep. I, so many drugs that the, doc, the doctors have gave me and, and I, I was kind of sick of that too. And I saw somebody coming to, uh, to, from, from, from my kitchen and a man was coming to my kitchen and I look at him like, oh, Jesus, what are you doing here? And you know, he uh, came and he, he held my hand and he said, you know, I don't want you to worry. It's like, yeah, yeah, she just, you know, I, I haven't paid my mortgage, you know, and I worry about this and that. And it's like, I don't want you to worry. And he held my hand again and said, do not worry. And I felt so sinner, like I felt the worst sinner in the world. And I said, oh, forgive me, oh, Jesus. You are the God. You, are God. You, you create all things. You come to my house and tell me not to worry, and I keep worrying about it. What is wrong with me? I want to slap myself. <laughs> it's like, what is wrong with me? It's like, I, please forgive me, oh Lord, please forgive me my weakness, I'm sorry. I, I, if you said not to worry, I'm not going to worry. So he left. And a couple of months after that, he came back and he asked me, uh, uh, he went to the kitchen and I felt this love and peace walking around before he even go to my room. I felt it in my room. I was like, this, man, I, this peace, I can't smell it. I can't smell this love. Oh my God, it's so wonderful. And he walk in and say, like, oh, oh, Jesus. I said, what are you doing here? And he said, I just came to check on you. And it's like, really? Yes. Yes, I just came to check on you. And it's so wonderful. I mean, I, I feel so fortunate because I have the Lord of Lords came to my house. I mean, I don't think that I reserve that. I, I don't believe that I deserve that, but the grace of God is bigger than my own, than my own sin. It's bigger than my, the everything I believe though. Because you know what? You know what Jesus said to me? 
I said to him, she said to me, Alex, I died on the cross for you, right? And I said, yeah. So if I died on the cross for you, my grace should be enough. Isn't that wonderful? You have my grace. My grace is everything. He said, I have the grace. By grace, I, I have the experience, not because I deserve it. This is the God that we have. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. But this God have grace enough for you. Thank you for listening. Tomorrow, Alex is going to be speaking again. And I want him right now to tell us when he was in heaven, the Lord was going to send him back. What happened? Oh, well, so after I chased Jesus for two long hours, you know, hours from, from here, because there, there is no time in heaven, I, uh, I went to a place, a gloomy place, really dark. They showed me it was one of my relatives there. But I probably will talk to you about that tomorrow because it's, it's not enough time. But I was taken back to Jesus, right? After I was taken back to Jesus, he told me, I asked him, you know, Jesus, I wanted to, I wanted to stay here. This is wonderful. You're kidding me? I feel the joy of the Lord in my skin. I feel the joy of the Lord in my, inside of me. It's like I feel the love all over me. I mean, I know that God loved me. He's, nobody had to say anything to me. I know. I know that he loved me. And I love his joy. And I'm so happy here. I don't have any, any, all the thoughts that I have are just happiness. And it's free. I don't have to do anything. It's just give it, give it by grace. And, and, and I, can I please, can I please stay? Can I please? And I got on my knees and I got to please stay. And he said, Alex, I need you back there. And it's like, but Lord, you know, I, I beg you. I, I got on my knees and I said, Lord, listen, I, I beg you. I beg you. I beg you. Can you please, can you please, can you please, can you please, can I please stay? And he sent me right back. I went to the elevator straight down to my, uh, to, to earth. I saw my, my bed. And I just lying there, and I just wake up on my coma. Tomorrow, more to come, come to pass. God bless you. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.